We're going to be looking at uh, James chapter 4 and uh, verses 13 through 17 this morning. This is going to be our last week in James for a little while. We're going to take a, a little pause and we're going to be uh, focusing on a, another topic for the next five weeks. And I'm going to share that more with you in a moment. But uh, James is writing to uh, people in the church who are probably... Um, wealthy merchants. They're, they're successful business people. And, uh, but, uh, in their success, they don't have a kingdom mindset. They're merely living for today. And they like to brag about their today and how well they are doing. And so this is the, the, the audience that uh, James is writing to in this text. And uh, James says this in verses 13 through 17 this morning. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city. Spend a year there. Carry on business and make money. Why you do not even know what will t- what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast and brag. But all such boasting is evil. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. These people are merely living for today. And there's a reality that we need to be aware of this morning. When we live, we, we live poorly when we base everything in our lives on today. If we just live for the moment, if we don't have a, a mindset for eternity that there's more to life and we're just thinking about today, we live poorly. <clears throat> These merchants, they did not have a kingdom mindset. There's no evidence that, that God was in their daytimer that God was on their schedule, that they, they were taking time for prayer or seeking the Lord's will. They were just trusting in themselves, and they were patting themselves on the back and bragging about what they were able to accomplish. But James says this in verse 15 of chapter 4. He says, Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord's will we will live and do this or that. They weren't considering the Lord's will. They weren't thinking that that God was sovereign, that he reigns supreme, that he's over over all. No, they were just thinking of themselves. God was not in the equation of their life. They were believers in God, but as you watched their life, they were living like practical atheists. 
You know, God wasn't in the equation of their daily schedule. They were merely thinking about themselves. And so here's the application this morning as we get into this text. If you and I are going to live well, we must learn to trust God, no matter what is true in our lives today. If we are going to live well, we have got to learn to trust God. No matter what circumstances are bringing our way. Um, beginning next week, uh, I'm going to be um, sharing a Blue Zones series with you. And you're probably thinking, what is Blue Zones? Well, there was a gentleman, there's a gentleman by the name of Dan Butner. And uh, he studied some people in different parts of the world, just a small pockets of, uh, of people because something amazing was happening in those pockets. There were, there were more centenarians. A centenarian is someone who lives to, to be a hundred and beyond. There were more centenarians living in those particular pockets uh, ratio-wise to the rest of the population than any other part of the world. And so he began to research uh, these, these people and uh, wanted to learn their secret as to their longevity. And he put this book together entitled Blue Zones. And uh, if you read that book, uh, the characteristics, he came up with nine characteristics that these different people of these five different places, these characteristics they all had in common. And, uh, and so I want to focus on five of those over the next five weeks um, because those are all biblical principles. And uh, that's going to encourage you in your personal walk with the Lord and, and uh, what, God's, what's, what, God's plan, what God's plan for our lives is because uh, God wants us to live a healthier, more fulfilling lives. But... If he's not in the equation of our lives, if we're just living for today, we end up living poor lives. And so we must learn to trust God if we are going to live fulfilling lives. I want us to look at Proverbs chapter 3. You have verses 5 and 6 in your uh outline this morning, but I want to read um, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. So if you have your Bibles, turn there. Let's listen to Solomon's words. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace will add to you. They will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Be not wise 
in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with your first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. Solomon says to seek the Lord, to trust the Lord. And as you make him the priority of your life, he's he's part of the equation of your of your daily routine. Solomon says he will make your path straight. Now some of you may be here this morning and uh you may be saying to me, "Well, Pastor Bill, that's not happening in my life." You know, I I try to make God uh a major part of my life, but things aren't going well for me. My paths aren't straight. Well, so you need to understand that Solomon has far more than just today in mind. He has in mind, God has in mind for your life all of eternity. Yeah, and life may be a bit crooked for you uh, in this time frame. But you need to be thinking of all eternity. That in eternity, God is going to make your paths straight. Um, I have this rope up here. And um, this rope uh, represents, um, represents eternity. Okay? Now, uh, the beginning of this rope is, uh, when, when God, when God created, God created time, God created man, but, uh, God is before the beginning of this rope. God has always been, the Bible says. So, but when God created, time began, a lot of history took place, uh, before you came on the scene, we learn a lot of that history in God's holy word. And uh, as we read his word, we get to know who God is, his character and his nature. And then lo and behold, you come along. And this pink area represents your life. And uh, and the Bible says we're just a vapor. I mean, compared compared to to all of time, you know, once once we have um, once we have lived this life, life isn't over for us. In fact, real life has only begun, and we have all eternity to look forward to. But during this time, sometimes it doesn't go well. Sometimes it's difficult. And there are other places in the world besides the United States of America where it gets really difficult. Think about the Christian community in the Middle East. They know Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. 
And for many of them, their life hasn't ended well. But their life isn't over. God still is plan is is to make their paths straight. And even as difficult it was in this life, they followed their eternal father in heaven because they knew that life beyond this life was yet to be lived for all eternity. And that's what God wants to do in every one of your lives. But if we are just living for the moment, if we're just living for the day, Even in this moment, oh, it may be good for a period of time, but it's not going to end well. If you don't have a personal relationship with your Heavenly Father through His Son, Jesus. Why? Because when God created you, when God created every one of us, He created us to live for eternity. So we are either going to live for eternity in the presence of the Father, or we're going to live for eternity separated from Him in hell, where there's nothing but torment and separation from God. Don't just live for today. The Bible says that God is sovereign. That God is eternal. And as we have this eternal mindset as followers of Christ, we see things differently. It changes the things that we see. The first thing it changes is how we see God. Instead of living for the moment, instead of living for ourselves, we learn to seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. In this pink space, this brief period of time that God gives us, we get to know the heart and the character of our Father. We learn to trust his sovereign will, and that he cares about every detail of our life. And even if we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we know that God is, is with us. We don't walk alone, that he is by our side. There was a prophet by the name of uh, Jeremiah, He was a prophet to Judah. Jeremiah was not a popular prophet. Uh, He he, uh, suffered a lot of persecution. People did not like the things that he had to say. But he wasn't living his life to be a man pleaser. God had given Jeremiah a mission. Jeremiah knew the heart of God. And that didn't mean that he didn't have hard days and he complained to God. No, there were a lot of difficulties in his life. He was known as the weeping prophet. 
But he trusted the heart of God, regardless of what was happening in his life. And this is what Jeremiah says in chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. God wants us to know these things. But in order for us to learn these things and know these things, he's got to be a part of the equation of our life. We can't just live for ourselves. We can't just live in this moment because there is far more life yet to live. But it's all predicated on what we do with God's Son, Jesus Christ, in this life. So when we live for eternity in mind, it changes the way we see and know God. God is sovereign, and he's in control of all things. And when life throws a curve, we can trust his nature and his character. He has a plan in and through it all. Not only does it change the way we see God, but it changes the way we see others. You know, when when we're just living for the moment and living for ourselves, uh, we're not concerned about others. We're not thinking of others. We're just we're just caught up in what we need to accomplish, and we're living for ourselves. But when we have the mindset of eternity, we know that there's more to life than just me. It's not all about me, but it's about the others that God has placed around me. How can I serve them? How can I be a blessing to others? When we live in the pink zone, we're busy. We don't have time for others, and we don't want to make time for others. But when we have the mindset of eternity, we want to serve. We care about others. Look what Paul says in Philippians chapter 2. Paul says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also the interests of others. God wants us to be a blessing to others. God wants us to invest our lives in other people. God wants us to be involved in ministry. Think of the person Jesus. You know, Jesus was only on this earth for 33 years. And at the end of 33 years, Jesus died on a cross for sins that he didn't commit. Jesus died for my sins. What possessed him to do that? Because he wanted to fulfill his, uh, his father's will. And he loved 
me. He loved you. He loved this world far more than he loved himself. And he gave his life so that we might have life. When we're living with the mindset of eternity, we want to volunteer. We want to serve. And I want you to know, church, there are plenty of opportunities in our church, in the ministries of our church, for you to be able to serve. And my, how we need for you to serve. We have a lot of people who come into our services who are merely thinking of themselves. They come here, see what they get, and then they leave, and they come back next week, and they do the very same thing. And there's some others in our church who have the mindset of eternity, who want to serve and are serving. And you know what? They're burning out. I think of our nursery area. Church, we need more volunteers to care for those little ones in the nursery. We have families coming to our church who are dropping their little ones off there. And if they don't feel like, uh, you know, that's, that's a good, healthy environment and that there's enough volunteers, well, when they come into this service, they're not thinking of what I have to say. They're just, they're concerned about what's happening back there in that room. And we could give them a, a, a big peace of mind if there were enough volunteers to care for all those little ones back there. We have lots of little ones back there. And we need lots of volunteers that love those little ones. And people who know that it's just not all about today are willing to serve, are willing to volunteer, who come to this church and see things differently. It's not just about them, but it's about ministering to others. Folks, we need you. And if you don't have a place of service or you can volunteer once every six six or eight weeks uh, back there in that nursery uh, during this service time, you would be a blessing. And Adele Crow would be able to sleep easier at night. She has it. And, and five, five sets of twins back there. Wow. That's amazing. So let me just encourage you. Don't just come to the service and and you just soak up what's here and, and leave and, and not do anything else. God wants to bless your life and God wants to bless others through your life. But you need to have a kingdom mindset rather than a today mindset not only do we view ourselves differently but others differently but we view ourselves differently paul um, was writing to some uh, believers in philippi and uh and you know they were boasting about themselves and uh you know paul said hey you think you're awesome 
Paul says, I'm way more awesomer, or I was way more awesomer than you. Look at Philippians chapter 3, talking about his own life. It says this, if anyone else thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. But whatever was to, to my profit, you know, living life in the pink here, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Paul learned to live beyond himself and to learn uh, for others and think think differently about himself. The fourth way we see things differently when we have a mindset of eternity is circumstances. We see circumstances differently. Have have you ever heard somebody say who's been going through a, a stressful, stressful time? You know, I'm just at the end of my rope. Maybe you've said that personally. Guess what? Your rope isn't long enough. God is far beyond your rope. And those who live with the mindset of eternity, they don't panic when Life swerves. They know that God is sovereign. God is in control of all things. God is working. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Life is full of so much uncertainty. And here these 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 people were in um, that James was writing to, and they were thinking, "Man, life is so good. Look at all that we're able to accomplish." They thought they had the bull by the horns. But understand, there are circumstances that are going to come your life way. Life isn't always good. Sometimes life is very difficult. But when you're living beyond the moment and know the heart and nature of God, you know that those circumstances that are beyond your control, God is using for your good and his glory. He wants to change your perspective. Solomon says this in Proverbs chapter 27, verse, verse 1, Do not boast about tomorrow. For you do not know what a day may bring. Jesus uh, talked about a person in Luke chapter 12 who was a very successful business person. And uh, he was looking at all he was accumulating and he was just living for himself and uh, chose to build 
bigger barns so that he could put more of his stuff in those barns. And uh, he's thinking retirement and that he's just going to enjoy the fruits of his labor for the rest of his life. And Jesus says, you fool, today your soul is required of you. In the world's eyes, he was filthy rich. But in God's eyes, he was destitute. God wants to make you rich in him. It's not all about the pink. And my, how we live for the pink. And we work really, really hard and save all these, to be able to put all this stuff in our, in our, the barn of our life so that we can live the rest of this pink stress-free. That is not all there is to life. Life is going to continue for a very long time, for all eternity. And when we get the pink right, God is going to make our paths straight. When we get the pink right, number four, five, we make better choices in life. When you're just thinking and living for you in the moment, we have a tendency of making poor choices. But when we have God far beyond our pink life, we make better choices. We want to live our lives for the Lord. Joshua 24 verse 15 says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Joshua understood what was beyond this life. And you know, when this life is over for us, our influence, our love, our words, our voice is going to continue in the hearts of mind of those we've left behind. And if you're living for eternity, if God is in the equation of your life, there are going to be rewards at the end of your life. You know, when we die, we don't immediately face the judgment. The judgment is at the end of time. Why is the, why is the judgment at the end of time rather than right when we die and, and uh, see the Lord face to face? Because your good works are still being lived out in the generations of those coming behind you. If you've been a godly influence 
and your children or your children's children, their lives are going to continue to impact others because they experienced your love, your concern, your, your care, your love you had for them. Yeah. And, and we have no idea, you know, the kind of influence that we continue to make in other people's lives. You know, I love Facebook. I love it when um, kids from my former youth, path, uh, youth ministry uh, 30 years ago are getting in touch with me and they're, they're thanking me for things that I did in their life. And and they'll be um, they'll be very uh, ar- articulate, and they'll go on about something I did. You know what? I can't remember that. For for there's some situation I have no idea what they're talking about, but that influenced them. And the same thing has happened in your life when you are living not for yourself but for God and for others. God is going to continue to use that far beyond your pink life. And you're going to be rewarded for those things at the end of time. This isn't all there is. Those whom James was writing to were just living for the moment. That is not life. Life is knowing and walking with God and making him known to all people. Because after this life, it continues and continues and continues for all eternity. What are you living for today? It starts with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you're not here by accident this morning, friend. If you're living for the moment and you're not pleased with your pink life, God wants to change your life. And it starts with him. If you're willing to admit that you've been wrong, that you've been living for yourself and things need to change, and you believe that Jesus died for your sin on that cross, and yet three days later came back from the grave and is alive today, if you believe that in your heart, the Bible says you can be saved. You're no longer God's creation, but you are God's child. You're his son or his daughter, and he can transform your life. If you want that this morning, don't leave here this morning without him in your heart. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word, the instructions that that you give us on how to, to make sense of this life. Father, for many in this room, 
You've opened our eyes to who you are. And for many in this room, Lord, they know it's not about them. It's about you and it's about others. It's about serving and trusting in the hard times, making the right choices because there's more to life yet to live beyond this, beyond today. Father, for those in this room who've never made that decision to follow Jesus as Lord and as their Lord and Savior, Father, today may be the today may it be the day they ask Christ to come into their life. And if I'm describing you this morning, if that's something that you want, then just pray this simple prayer after me. Father, I need you. Forgive me of thinking only of myself for living a selfish life. I'm not pleased and it's not going well and I need things to change. I believe that you died for my sin. I believe that you rose. And this morning I want to confess you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me, God. Thank you for dying in my place, taking the punishment that I deserved. God, I don't understand it all. Help me now to to live for you and not myself. God, that you would change the way I see things. That I'd come to understand your heart, your character, your love, and trust you. In Jesus' name. With the heads bowed and eyes still closed, Christians. Maybe, maybe you've been living for today. Consumed by your schedules and not making room for God. I encourage you to, to make the decision to slow down. And invite God to be the leader of your schedule and your life once again. He wants to do that if you'll just let him. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're going to stand and we're going to sing. You can go ahead and stand now.